is crazy. Look at this. If you win this mailing contest, you can choose between $90,000 or 90,000 donuts. A leisurely cross-country trip. What the hell? What did you do? Hang on, I can't steer. An unexpected breakdown. Can you believe this? A helpful passerby. Folks all right? Our car broke down. I can give you a ride to Bell's, a little diner about five miles down the road. They got a pay phone, you call a tow truck, they just come in and haul you out. It could happen to anyone. Excuse me. I was supposed to meet my wife here. It's just dark hair, about 5'5". Five, five. Doesn't ring a bell. Pull over! Now an ordinary man. Listen, I, I'm looking for my wife. Look, I don't know how to tell you this, but I've never seen you before in my life. As an unbelievable story. It was him. It was this truck. The police are doubtful. I searched the truck. No sign of a struggle. The locals are suspicious. Well, there's over 100,000 people go missing in this country every year, all vanishing without a trace. But he's not worried about the ones who think he's crazy. My wife did not leave me. He's worried about the ones who know he's telling the truth. You the fella looking for his wife? I saw what happened. We're gonna be watching you. When do I see my wife? Until an object should start walking. Get down on the ground! Oh, he's just one's in on it. Russell. You better pray. She's alive. Breakdown. Where is she? Hi, welcome to Basement Reviews. We watched Breakdown, and we're gonna break it down. We got me, Jim. Uh, it's me, Sledge. So we'll just jump. We'll, we'll dip our toes right into it. How about that? Just jump. All right, we'll jump right into it then. Um, I guess th this is a movie about a car that breaks down. Yeah. But it's also about the breakdown of society. Mm, kind of a stretch. But... All right, you know what? Let's go back to the beginning. Um, Where are they? Are they in Colorado? I didn't know where they actually were. I think they're farther down south, like Nevada or something. Oh, wait, this is a spoiler review, by the way. And, uh, it's a movie with Kurt Russell where a car breaks down and then stuff happens. You're thinking they're in Nevada? Because I saw those mountains and it looked like the Grand Canyon. So I thought they were in Colorado. No, they're like in desert area. Colorado is a desert area. No, it's not. Not my Colorado. All right, we'll leave it. Hey, listeners, please message us. Tell us <laughs> if they were in Colorado. Okay, I, like, I could have looked it up. I could have done the research, and I'm pretty sure it tells you in the very beginning of the movie because it has a map. I, I, I think it's. It could be. You know, it could be Nevada. Whatever. It's. It's in a desert. It's in a desert place. Yeah, it's either that or Arizona. Now they're coming from Massachusetts. They make it a big deal that they have those Massachusetts plates. Yeah, I guess because the thing is they're wealthy. The, but they're not. Yeah. They switch jobs, and he's got a brand new car, but they have no money. They just they just uh, give the appearance that they're rich. Oh yeah, they're just uh, they're still paying it off. 
Second of all, let's jump into that car. It's not that nice for them to be getting so much flack for it. Look. It's like a... When was this movie made? It's like a, it's like a minivan. It was almost. a Jeep. I'm pretty sure it was like a Jeep. Whatever that car is, it's like a... It wasn't like a slick sports car that you'd be like, oh, look at this guy with a slick sports car. Rich dude coming in. I think it's because we're looking at it through the lens of 2021. When was this movie made? 1990s. So from the 1990s, that was a slick looking car. It, but even in the in the context of the film, I didn't feel it being slick. Like when you put it right next to the other cars, because it was supposed to blow all the cars from that little town out of the water. Like you were supposed to look at that car and be like, whoa, because even the guy's like, oh, you have such a nice car. But I was like, it's not that nice to be getting that much attention. I think you're warped by the future. It to me, if passed. Like, it was passed. It was good enough. Yeah, it was good enough for me. Okay. Um, but I was just waiting for the for the action scenes to happen. So I was like, come on, come on. What was wrong with the car? Um, really? He disconnected some stuff. Some yeah, it was disconnected. What? Why didn't the car work? Because those things were disconnected. Some wires. It was good enough for me. <laughs> you, you, just re, you just like reconnected them. Why didn't he cut them? I don't know. Maybe they wanted the car at the end. Oh, maybe. Because they did... Going a little ahead of it. When it goes in the water, they do pull it out. Yeah. Okay, maybe they wanted And the they car. go on way further ahead. They have a whole collection of people's things. So they keep them. They kept the... License plates. And the cameras and stuff of value. Yes. Um, a scene that I really liked was the bank scene. Just shows you that you don't need... Were there explosions in this movie? Sure. Were there car chases? Plenty. But the most exciting scene to me was the bank scene. Because yeah. he's under all this pressure. He doesn't know what to do. They're watching him. He doesn't know who's with them and who's not. And then he's just really tense and sweating in the in the bank. He's trying to tell the I banker. I felt that tension. Yeah, it was well done. Yeah, and I'm like, this that scene probably had more... Um, this, I probably felt more action in that scene than even in the car chases. I was just like... And then he goes in the bathroom and then he like breaks the plunger because he needs a weapon. And then he's like, I can't use this. It's not... You know what I'm saying? And then he gets the... the yeah, thing. and it is... And it is um. It is really high stress for, like, the viewer, too, when you're watching it, because um, he's, like, going to tell the guy, but then there's, like, a dude who sits there, so he yeah, stops, and he like, looks, he looks like he could be part of their gang. Yeah, yeah, so he's about to tell the teller, like, what's going on. But then you don't know if the teller's in on it, either. Which, yeah. he, they kind of gave it away that he isn't, and that yeah. the cop wasn't, but, um... Yeah, the reason he was so paranoid was because when he was going to look for his wife, we, we missed that part, so he, like, his wife gets lost... So he's looking for her. So when he's like trying really hard to like get information out of these people that are not helping him out at all, like at the diner, there's this guy who tells him that the cops are in on it. That's why he becomes so paranoid. You know, I would have liked it if they kept the mystery going a little longer. Like this could have been a two hour long movie. It was about an hour and a half. And I'm like, I would have liked if they kept the mystery going longer because... About if the wife left him. Because in the beginning, you don't really know what's going on. And the guy's like, well, are you sure your wife didn't leave you? And that would have been interesting if they kept that kind of in, like, as a yeah. as a mystery. Because, But they kind of give it away, like, pretty early on. I think it would have been nice to keep the mystery going. Because 
she was like, is this the biggest mistake we've ever made? We're broke. Uh, uh, this yeah. and that. And she ma- she gives clues like she's not happy with it. And then Yeah, and that was funny when the guy was saying like, um, or maybe you killed her. Because people were in a car for too long in a car trip will start getting at yeah. each other. And that was yeah. funny because we just finished that car trip. Yeah, I'd seen that. <laughs> Remember? It's a 15-hour car trip. And was, um, uh, got a little tense in there a little bit. I forget what about. Yeah, you know, speaking of that something cop. About um, or something. That cop was a... Uh, I really like that cop. He had a cool look to him. Yeah, I liked him. I feel like I've seen him in other movies playing a cop. I feel that way about certain actors. No, yeah. I'm almost positive. Good casting. That. I'm almost positive that. Sometimes you're just born for a role. I'm almost positive that exact actor has played a cop many times before. Hey, look, I'll say that. that I, there's this actor I really like. He's from Britain. I don't know what his name is, but that's what it. That's that's him too. He plays a cop, and I always love him in those roles. So sometimes you're just born for roles like that. I guess we'll. we'll We'll jump more ahead, unless you want to say anything else. But uh, to, to the scene where <laughs> he has a gun. Okay, so Kurt Russell follows the guy. He he's already beaten up the other dude, and then he goes to the the gas station where they were supposed to do the drop for the money, and he he sees um. Red Bar, I think that's his name, who's the main leader of the kidnappers. And then the guy's like, there's too much heat here, I gotta go. And then Kurt Russell has the gun, and I thought he was gonna come up behind him and be like, hey, take me to where she's at. But <laughs> instead, he decides to follow him to his to his uh, semi, go under it, do all this stuff, jump over, do a bunch of stuff that I wouldn't... I would've just stayed under it, even if, if I even tried that. But then he goes around like jumps on top of it yeah he does so much like stuff where you're just like one false step and he's done for but i guess the point was like the whole thing that i liked throughout the movie was you know this is an ordinary man doing incredible things you know um i don't know i found it really inspiring it's just i just thought it was very convoluted i'm like you had the gun red bar was there you could have put it on him and been like, "Hey, take me to my wife." Yeah, but, but he doesn't you know decide. if she's there. He just said on the in the he heard him in the call. He was like, "No," but also he tell him, "Hey, tell me where she's at." And but I just thought it was like, "Okay, you you that was random. You didn't have to do that." And then you I, dropped I your gun like trying to do all those stuff. There's not enough to go on, so trying to get more information was a good option. So I'm not that offended. I'm not offended by that scene like you. No. I'm not offended by it. I'm just saying there could have been a smarter way to go about it. You had the gun. You could have pointed at him. There were the, all the cops were there. It was like I, I know it's a, he's it gathering a, intelligence. It was already established that like the cops. What are if very he's helpful. not there? So much could go wrong. His other cronies are there. He gets cooked. I don't know. It's too. It's you know. Too dangerous. Well, oh, so you tell me not a lot could have gone wrong when he goes under the semi and then tries to jump around it and almost falls like three no, the times. whole time I was being amazed by this man because his wife goes missing. What would a man have done? Because even the cop gave him the option. He's just like, just sit here and relax. We'll call you later. If we like, But he's like, you know, he's like kind of a... That's not an option for him because he's looking at the bulletin board. And there's all these flyers of all these people that have gone missing. Yeah, and they talk about how they they don't... Uh, how the FBI... If there isn't like a ransom or this and that, the FBI won't even look into it. Yeah, so he has to, you know get up and do it himself if i was in that situation like any other normal person maybe he's just like, well let the cops handle it but this guy he goes and he's you know he finds the guy and 
you know when he's trying to stop him oh well this part happened before he's trying to stop the guy in the semi he's like beeping and the guy's ignoring him the the guy in the semi is the guy who took his the wife when the car broke down so he recognizes him from there and he sees the semi he's trying to stop him and he's like behind him in the jeep and then um he like has to go in front of him do all this stuff just to get the semi guy to stop like somebody else would have not done that you would have given up still i think a whole big point of this movie is just like what an ordinary person can do um in a situation you know like if they're rightly motivated so i think that was a big theme throughout this movie and i i really like that so i think that just added to that whole idea i agree with everything you said but but <laughs> he had the gun he could have the guy comes out of the payphone he could have been like there's hey, too many take people me to my wife. Gonna pull out a gun it was very obnoxious it was very obnoxious for him to go under the semi and <laughs> i don't know it's just I understand that he's doing amazing things, but that was unnecessary. I think that's just a, like movie talk, you know, building a mood. The mood is, oh, you know, like pulling yourself into situations you're not. The mood is he did something very convoluted. It's all building into the to mood, go, and as a movie, that um, that that's a good way. I don't know. It's fine by me. Yeah. Um. I won't let it slide. It was too much. You could have just point the gun at him again. It's building the mood, and that's what we're there for, that mood. Speaking of building the mood, he gets home to his lovely wife and kids. And, uh, well, kid. It's just one kid. And he's like, hey, I got you a Swiss Army knife. And I thought the Swiss Army knife was going to come back into play later. That was weird. Did he take it from the guy or something? Because that, yeah, that part was weird. Like, it was low down what the dad was doing because it was he got it from a awful thing but he's giving it to his son who's supposed to be like a precious special thing to him but he's corrupting his son and tainting him with this gift that was stolen or came from a bad place Ooh, I, thought I didn't think i didn't think the gift i didn't yeah he might have gotten the the swiss army knife from one of the victims i thought later on i just thought that it was to show that the kid was comfortable with weapons because when he passes his room he's that playing. might be it because i don't know if he got it from like a like a person so that might be it <laughs> when he passes his room he's playing some some first person shooter i don't know if it was duke nukem or what but <laughs> he was playing a game it was a first person shooter so that just that shows again that the little kid's gonna use the gun oh yeah and then uh that makes more sense but i thought the kid was gonna come up with him with the swiss army knife and stab kurt russell that's what i thought was gonna happen i don't think the kid was gonna have a shotgun so that was pretty impressive, but they are, like, in rural America. And one thing, speaking about rural America... What is going on? Um, the wife, so she doesn't know that that uh, Red Bar is... Uh, I don't even know if that's his name. I know his last name's Bar in the movie. That he kidnaps people and takes uh, rent, makes them give him money. Uh, <laughs> she takes it pretty well. I don't think she took it well. I thought she took it pretty... I, I expected a bigger reaction when uh she literally told the kid shoot him i guess i guess she didn't know at that time what the dad was doing but uh, afterwards she's like what's stranger, in that hole she didn't yell at him it's a stranger or your husband okay so that to me was no no no, no. i'm agreeing with that too but i'm saying when they open the where they're keeping kurt russell's wife when they open that bottom thing she's like she's like what is this honey just she like, didn't take it well at all i saw she somebody who was it. in shock maybe denial to me i thought i expected a bigger um Bigger... Imagine this. You're with the man you think you know. He's stealing people. Yeah, I don't know. I just expected her them to have a much bigger um, argument. Nah, 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 dude. She's like, 
it's surreal right now. She's trying to deal with it. That's what I saw. Like, she was, a, you know, and then, you know, like, as a, you know, there's this big emphasis on, like, you know, like, ident identity and that being your, like, the forefront of who you are. So when this woman meets this other woman, you'd think they'd, like, bond as women somewhat. You know, like, you're a wife. The girl's a wife. The girl who's stuck in the free in the freezer, so they can bond over that a little bit. Like they're kind of in the same situation, but they didn't, you know. Like, and that was broken as soon as like the girl got out of the freezer and is scared, and she's like, "Get away from me!" She like pushed her, and I think that I think that helped like um, the idea that it was crazy what the husband was doing. You know, like they couldn't bond as women or whatever. You know, like that's what I I felt like it was broken the bond. So, to f she's not taking a well is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I expected her to yell at him a little bit more. Have that scene where she's like, how could you do this? And Dude, she's like away. going through it. I, there's no time to yell at him right now. Okay. She's at gunpoint. She's getting sent down. The sure. Side. I just thought there'd be a scene in the when they're stuck in the cellar where she yells at him or something like that happens. But it it's didn't. not about her, Junior. This is about Kurt looking for his girl. What was her name? I don't remember. His wife. That's what I call her. The wife. Um, well, so then they escape, and there's this, this sweet car scene. Two of the cars blow up. And then uh, he, uh, Red Bar's in the, in the, in the semi, and... They go to a bridge and he's knocking them off. And then the, one of the great car hanging, car hanging scenes, I, they're both hanging like they're about to fall. Uh, I think this is right up there with Jurassic Park two, a scene where the cars hanging. Probably by the only thread. two movies that have a car hanging by. Thread. Yeah, and there's, it's up there. Both of them are right up there. <laughs> and then, that's just a great. I, I just love a scene like that because you have to be worried. You, you're trying to get out. The car's about to fall at any moment. It could go down. And yeah, I thought that was. Uh, that was a really well done scene. I liked it too, and I guess um, you know, skip this part, um, timestamp this part, but you know, I think as a woman, you get kind of. I had to see this, and I felt like me getting out of this mold was probably frowned upon, but I feel like you know like the idea the main idea now is to be offended at a movie like this because the woman was just kind of sitting in the back and letting her like you know the husband was like trying to get her back and all this you'd be like oh Dan's in distress like it's annoying blah 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 I had a good time I liked the movie <laughs> she's the one who dropped the semi yeah that's, that, that's kind of what I was going to get to too so they're just like you know like maybe people would be too upset because this was about the 90s so maybe it's starting to amp up about because now we're at a place where, like, this a movie like this could never be made. But this was, like, maybe in the beginning times where, like, Hollywood was kind of moving away from that idea. So, it's like a stepping stone. She... And as as a woman, um... I, I didn't agree with straight-up murder. I know that, um... I'm, I'm not one to talk, really, because I've never been kidnapped. I've never gone through what she went through, but I'm like... You killed this man. You know, I, I what they should have done was he looks back down there, the guy's gone, boom sequel. Shut up. No, because they, they, I have they not look down a there. Sequel of this movie. They look down there and he moves. So then she drops the semi on it, which is one of the 
most overkill scenes uh, probably in <laughs> cinema history. Like a whole 18-wheeler falls on top of this man who's already fallen from the top of a bridge onto a rock. And he's like dying slowly, but he's moving. She drops this he whole semi. He could still survive. You don't know. She drops the whole semi. Like he's a I, was, I thought they were going to do a scene where um, he disappeared. and then uh, That's gonna... dumb. I'm not going to watch. Look, I like this movie. It was good. I liked it. I thought, I thought what it was at the end of the day. It was like a like a kind of a poem, like a really nice kind of like, just talking about some human, like, um, you know, quick points or whatever. If someone you love is in trouble, you do great feats to help them out, and that's another beautiful idea. So, what am I talking about? I don't know. You know, I love the details in this movie because, um, the guy with the uh, cowboy hat. Uh, when Kurt Russell, this is going back a little bit, but when Kurt Russell's car goes in the water, he's he's climbing out of the car, and the guy misses a point-blank shot, and he has a scope, and I was like, oh, great. Seriously, he's going to miss that shot? I'm like, he was right there. And he misses it, <laughs> by, he misses it by a wide margin. And then, um, but when what I realized was it was purposeful. He was just trying to scare Kurt Russell because they didn't want to kill him because they wanted to take his money. So he purposely missed the shots to scare him. Okay. So... I didn't even notice that. Because they needed him alive for him to go to the bank to get the money, so they couldn't kill him. Because then they'd miss out on the money. So their morning purpose was to capture him. Yeah. So I thought that was a good detail in the movie. And then at the end, they're at the bridge, stranded. And I'm like, there's a sequel right there, because... Somebody picks them up. Here we go again. Oh, get it. You like no, the movie. Here we go again. Uh. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I liked it, but there's been a lot of movies like... Uh, it's just, I'm just saying there's room for sequels. And, you know, I did like it. <laughs> Shoot, I, so, I like it. Just rewatch it. it. I'm saying no that, need for a sequel. I'm saying they're stranded again. I'm saying the door's open. For This time on a cruise ship. Yeah, this could be a whole franchise. You could go anywhere. Any, anything can break down. Yeah. yeah. Can break down. Train can break down. Yeah, well, I don't know. That was about it for me. Do you do you have anything else? good movie it was like it's not very memorable um it's like a it's like a good movie you know like a quick like if you want like a good solid movie but you don't want anything like it's gonna give you depression or you just just like a good solid movie to pass the time it's a good action movie it's got a real um it's got a real like 80s 90s feel to it yeah i I loved it 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 was like throwback to my childhood days yeah if you enjoy them i'd say I'd, i'd say yeah check it out yeah, it was a good, solid movie. I liked it. It was um, quick. It was well done. You know, it's they got it boiled down to a science. I liked it. I had a good time. So if you're not looking for anything, like, totally, you know, too incredible, uh, just trying to have a nice time watching a solid film that you're not going to regret later. Like, this is the type of movie you can watch on Saturday at, like, 2 p.m. You don't feel like you're wasting your life. So I recommend 10 out of 10. So would I. Alrighty. That was Basement Reviews. Till next time, catch out.